Greetings, peasants. I mean, hello, noble adventurers and devious dungeon masters. This is Tim, and welcome back to the Knights and Nerds podcast, and I want to say thank you very much for listening. I don't want to take up too much time here before we get started, so I'm just going to say a few things quickly. You may again hear a few isolated baby noises in this episode. Same as the last episode, we are playing there is a small infant in the room that is mostly asleep, but sometimes makes baby sounds. It's not very intrusive, but you might hear something and be like, hey, what's that? It's probably a baby. In non-baby news, I have finished writing out the Thanos bonus episode, so now it's just a matter of sitting down and recording it, uh, which has proven to be difficult because of just a generally busy schedule, but uh, it will be soon. And we'll have another behind-the-screen campaign planning episode soon, uh, hopefully Uh, in December sometime, if not in December, then early January. But uh, this one I anticipate probably will be the big one where we're going to reveal uh, basically the the big events that are coming up. Because we're at the point now where I can't keep talking about things that I'm planning without actually divulging into why I'm planning them. Like all the foreshadowing stuff, the upcoming twists for which I'm already laying the groundwork. Uh, So if you're interested in that discussion and maybe helping me plan out some stuff, you can head on over to the Knights and Nerds Facebook page, join the Dungeon Master group, and we'll be talking about this stuff pretty soon. I feel like I've been saying that for a long time, but this time it's more true than it was two weeks ago. Okay, that's it for now. Usual thing, if you like the podcast, tell your friends about it or leave a review. If you like it a lot, you can head on over to thingstimwrote.com books, and you can purchase some reasonably priced ebooks that are pretty good. All right, that's it. Let's rejoin Candace, Katie, Matt, and Tom, otherwise known as Fiance, Vanna Whitehelsing, Spruce Lee, and Gilladob Fabblestabble. You had encountered a female drow who said that she was acting as a guide, and after some reluctance, she eventually said that she was leading some of Agaran's dragonborn down towards the ruins. She offered to lead you if you guys would have sort of, quote-unquote, bought out her contract for a thousand gold, which you thought was unreasonable. Faye was almost willing to pay, and then Gilly bonked her in the noggin and knocked her out, and now you guys have a shiny new prisoner! (laughs) So, um, I think you guys wanted to... We were going to start with a short rest. Uh, I think that was how we framed it, because you were sort of tying her up, making sure that she can't escape. So if you guys need to spend any hit dice. I will play the Song of Rest as well. Creatures affected by your Song of Rest get a plus two bonus to HP recovered. So whatever you roll, plus two. It's a pretty cool loot. Say it again. Thanks, Paul T. You. I should also point out that you had also recovered a journal of hers. Small journal. But I don't know what language it's in. I didn't have time to ask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it in Elvin? Oh. <laughs> Drow also know Undercommon, right? Oh, you would read Undercommon, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. He just wanted to get that jab in. I, I think from the time that you spend sort of recuperating and tying up this Drow, she's starting to regain consciousness by the time you start to leap through the journal. And you guys also start to hear echoing through the tunnels, not too close to you, but you do hear the sound of those troglodytes. 
you had killed a whole bunch of them, but you can sort of hear more of their odd, guttural, subterranean language drifting through the tunnels. Um, yeah, I guess I would just check the last few pages of the journal. It's written in Undercommon. Most of the journal is either uh, it's either notes, personal notes, or drawings of tunnels in an odd shorthand of different ways that she's tried to explore to get back to the Underdark, to find one of these crossings that allows you to cross over from the material realm to the Underdark. All these different various routes that she's gone uh, that describe sort of the, the path she's taking, the various hazards, uh, and all of them that you can see, this, this journal is just uh, a textbook of failed explorations. Well, like it shows a bunch of failures. Does that help me narrow down any sense of the direction to head from here? You can make a nature check to see if you can decipher her drawings and sort of get an idea of where you are. Not 20. I've seen lots of drawings of tunnels before. Uh, yeah, you can sort of get an idea of where you are based on, on some of these drawings. And you sort of get a general sense of where you need to go. Although this is far from a complete picture. So yeah, I'd kind of tell the party that I have somewhat of a bearing of where we are, but we don't know how to get there. I, maybe we should talk about trying to convince uh, this elf now that she's tied up to to try and you know lead us along. If she's not cooperative, that's fine too, but I'm not very charismatic. I don't think she'll be listening to me from now on, but... Do you want me or somebody in the party yeah. to <laughs> convince the person who I tried to pay and then you bonked over the head to still guide us to where we need well, to go? it's a different negotiation now. She can do it or she can stay tied up back here. But is that persuasion with a disadvantage or does that become... See, when I say it, it sounds more like a threat. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little. Intimidation. Sounds like intimidation. Yeah. It sounds like intimidation to me. But I'm not actually good at that. I guess Gildob's... Yeah, he, I'm happy about the little bit of information I've gotten from the journal. Uh, I think Gildob would be like confident that we'll find the way, even though like I don't know how to get there. And now the, the elf is like, I don't really care as long as she stays tied up. Yeah, at this point now she's, she's regained consciousness. She's very groggy, but she sees Gildob leafing through her journal and she sort of makes a, a lunge for it, but her hands are tied up, so she... She basically just, like, you just step out of the way. Faye, looking around, is not too comfortable with this whole prisoner situation because she was willing to put down the money and get out of this place as soon as possible. And so she sort of walks up to Lilith and says, Lilith, Lilith, Lilith. I see what's going down here. I'm not a fan of it, but I don't have a ton of pull. What I need is to get out of this dank, dirty, disgusting place. But... I can't convince that Gilly guy to uh, relax. So here's the deal. You let me know if we're going the wrong way and I will tell the party I feel we should go this way instead. And we will get out of here sooner and I will definitely stand up for you if he tries to pull anything or tries to kill you. Yeah, go ahead and roll a persuasion check. 21. She's very mistrustful. Extremely, extremely mistrustful. And even just by the look on her face, you get the idea that she thinks that this was an organized little deceit. You dropping the gold to get her guard down and then Gilda moving in for the bonk. Moving in for the bonk. <laughs> <laughs> Name of your sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> she looks to Vanna and Spruce to see to see your reactions. Like, what are your reactions here? So is she 
She's not actually asking me anything, just looking at me to see my reaction. You can tell by the way that she's looking at you, she ex she's looking for some kind of affirmation, whether or not you are agreeing with what Faye is saying, or if you're indifferent, or if you're in disagreement. I mean, I don't think I would have much of a reaction, I would just be like, yeah, this is what we're asking, this is no big deal, there's no reason to be suspicious or mistrustful. Just like, playing it off like it's nothing. I will add I don't fully trust her yet though either, I'm very like, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic but skeptical. If you don't guarantee my safety and get me out of Pharaoh's point when this is all done, I'm as good as dead anyways. I'll help you, but you have to help me. I know that I have zero sway here. I have I have nothing to bargain with, but that is my predicament at this point. Is I'm, I'm completely at your mercy, and, and I, I believe you, but will you help me to safety once this is all done? If you prove that we can trust you, take us to where we need to go, and follow through with that, we of course will protect you. If you prove yourself trustworthy to these people, they're loyal to a fault. I'm not worthy of their trust, but these people have taken me under their wing. Even though I'm obnoxious and don't do much to help them, they continue to save my butt and keep me safe. Is that gratitude I sense? Oh my god. That was a lot of self-awareness for Faye, yeah. I think. <laughs> I am amazing, so it doesn't uh, surprise me that they've fallen for me. But, you know, and whatever. we're back. <laughs> Hearing the sound of the troglodytes, she says, I have no real choice but to trust that you'll keep your word she like slowly gets to her feet sort of holding out her hands and saying that she like just showing that she's not going to try anything she's like and she says i think we should go because we're about to have guests i mean spruce might say look um i don't you asked us to guarantee your safety we'll help you you know if you help us but at this point i don't think we can even guarantee our own safety we'll do our best but i think there's any guarantees right now in Pharaoh's Point, in the state that it's in. Lilith leads you through the tunnels with the practiced ease of someone who has made this trip dozens of times before. She treks slowly and carefully, not wanting to make it seem like she's trying to get away from you at all. You can tell that she's still very cautious with you, but you go for quite some time. You have a point where you stop uh, again to, uh, to rest, as you're walking, you you can hear and almost feel several low rumbles that occur close to each other. And afterwards, there's silence. The sound of the troglodytes fades away. You feel another stronger rumble after that, but then nothing. The five of you continue to walk, with Lilith still taking the lead, and you come to a larger cavern area uh, that is... 150 feet across from the spot where you exit the tunnel mouth to the other tunnel entrance you can see on the far side of the cavern. It looks like there had been a partial collapse, so the entrance to the other far side, basically the way that you would keep on going, is this pile of, pile of rocks that slopes upwards like a very lumpy ramp. Half of the cavern is shallow water you can see the far half uh, there is a stone pillar to your right about 60 feet forward and there's a collapsed stone pillar to your left with a lot of the smaller debris sort of in the middle does it look like this is relatively new this 
all the rubble that looks like it collapsed? Like, or does it look like it's been <clears throat> like that for a long time? Uh, you would think that this has been like this for a little while. So this wasn't like the rumbling that we heard. We're pretty sure. Something else that you notice, um, even ahead of Lilith as she's guiding you, is a set of a single set of tracks. They look like a boot, not like a claw or like a troglodyte track. And Lilith remarks, I didn't lead anyone through here last time. Would Lilith know anyone else who might know these caverns? She says, I don't know anyone who would be foolish enough to come down here alone. Which way did the tracks go up towards like that other... Same way that you're going, yeah. Hmm. As you take a few steps into the cavern, maybe approach the water to refill your skins. Water skins? <laughs> refill your fluids, I guess. <laughs> to moisturize? Hydrate, that's the word. Let me get a perception check from everybody. Natural 20. Same. Oh, shit. Yay. Perceptive as shit. <laughs> you got a 21. Good God, I got a 14. Faye and Vanna, at the same time, you see a figure materialize in the tunnel ahead. You don't see this person emerge from the darkness. They just appear there. They're wearing some simple robes, a scarf or some other kind of cloth obscuring their face but don't appear to be carrying a weapon or at least aren't holding it how far would that be from us sorry well it depends how far you've gone into the cavern the from end to end it's 150 feet lengthwise okay we haven't moved yet though right we just entered the cavern right now well that's up to you i'm not telling you how far you went in so yeah you could still be at the far end if you'd like did we just like walk in and stop we were like looking well, I guess because we, because I guess what's her name noticed the tracks, right? So it probably yeah, kind of stopped, not necessarily right at the entrance, but yeah, mm -hmm. probably start. not far in. I think Gilladab would uh, duck behind some rocks and start sneaking f forward. That's my go-to thing when people appear. You roll me a stealth check. A 21. So this figure looks at Faye, Vanna, Lilith, and Spruce, doesn't see or doesn't seem to notice Gilladab, and then looks sort of at the group of you and says to Lilith, you come with us, back with us. And then the figure looks to the rest of you and says, the rest of you turn back. This is your chance to leave. I'd ask Lilith, do you know him? She says he's from the other group that I've been leading. This is Agaran's group that she's talking about? Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm going to try and sneak closer. Now he said, sorry, he said back with us? Yeah, she was leading them to begin with, and then they got separated, oh, they right? separated, that's right, yeah, yeah. So how close are you wanting to get? I'm going to slowly move closer and closer until maybe I can get a better look at him in some detail. I guess if he has anything, I mean, you said he didn't have any weapons out, but can I see anything uh, that he's wearing or anything of interest stands out about him? So this figure's just wearing his simple robes. Appears to have a quarterstaff on his back, but no other weapons. Like maybe some gear, like a few pouches on, on his belt, but nothing really out of the ordinary. So after hearing the offer that we can just turn around and go, Faye's going to go, okay, see you later, and turn around and walk back out of sight in the cavern, and then turn invisible and come back in. I'm just going to piggyback off your natural 20 still. You hear other people coming. Behind us? Yeah. Okay. I guess then as... I would probably go forward and whisper in Vanna or Spruce's ear that there's more behind us. 
probably scaring the hell out yeah, of somebody. Yeah, I was going to say, do I just, like, jump three feet in the air? I turn invisible almost every encounter, so <laughs> it's my best defense. I try to play it cool, <laughs> like I didn't just have the shit scared out of me <laughs> by someone whispering in my ear. After she tells me that, can I kind of, do I notice it then? Do I hear it? Give me a perception check. Uh, 15. So you don't hear anything yet. I might maybe just ask if I could do it quietly <laughs> without this other person hearing. Ask uh, Lilith how many people were in that group. She says, we started with eight. I know that two fell when we got ambushed by the troglodytes. I don't know how many are left. I'm going to use Mage Hand in an attempt to steal or like loosen off one of the small pouches. Whichever one would look like it was uh, easily accept- uh, like accessible. Something, you know, that he might have to use for either magic spell regents or anything like that. So I'm going to make a little sleight of hand against him. 16. I rolled a natural 20, and I'm oh. super happy about it. <laughs> he feels you tugging on his, like, one of the satchels, and he puts his hand there, and he's like, no more games. But you did say he was wearing, like, a cover over his, something over his face. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should have gone for that. You should have gone for the scepter at the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be playing this game. <laughs> we would be ruling the fucking kingdom. Okay, I'm just going to speak up then and just ask him, like, who are you to tell us this? Or to, you know, is that basically, are you threatening us? Like, who are you to, to, to say that to us? He says, you don't look like thieves, at least the ones that I can see. And seeing as how you've commandeered our guide, can only assume that you are after the same thing that we are. Weird situation, like he's threatening us. We could fight him now, but you know, what would be the point of like handing over the guide and then waiting to potentially just have to fight him later? Mm-hmm. I think she also doesn't ultimately doesn't want to go with him because she asked us for protection right like from basically from them to get out of pharaoh's point so Mm -hmm. no we're sort of holding her captive so eh. (laughs) i mean at the same time if we end up if we're gonna fight this guy then we have to protect her too well i'm just gonna tell him we're not leaving what do you think it is we're looking for he pulls out a familiar looking thin metal rod it's a chime of opening just like the one that you guys have And he says, we're going to go down there and find where the weaver buried his device. We're going to undo what he did so the war can finally continue. So he pulled out a chime of opening. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to try and steal it from him. (laughs) He pulls out the chime of opening. I'd just love to see it fly out of his hands. Nope. So he he feels it like he feels the tug. He's like, "Stop doing that!" <laughs> okay, did, uh, if I look back to the party, does it look like they're gonna continue? Like, are you still talking? Or I don't think so. I don't know really what there is left to say. Yeah, like we have, we kind of have to stop him unless we want yeah. a dragon war again, which I don't think anyone wants. No. Katie or, uh, is. Is Vanna Whitehousing standing next to Lilith? I guess. I don't think I've really moved at all, so I think I'm still basically at the entrance. She uh, she puts, she puts folds her hands behind her back and she whispers to you, I should really have a weapon. Do you have any spare weapons? Or? Yeah. You've got your non-magical short sword. But the thing is, at this point, I only, I only know there's the one guy, so I wouldn't. 
do I like I'm standing pretty close with them too. Do I hear her say that to Yes. Uh, yeah. I would say I'm gonna just kinda look over at you mm-hmm. and just I would just nod. So sorry, you haven't communicated that there's other people coming, right? Because if I, I feel like if I knew there was like a lot of people, I'd be more inclined to like that we need help. She did tell you that there were eight that they started okay. with. Okay. Yeah. All right. I will. I guess I'll give her my my short sword. I suppose. As you hand over your short sword, you hear a voice from the tunnel behind you. Katie, you recognize the language as draconic. Mm-hmm. It says too much talk, shadow elf. Well, I guess at that point. I should shoot him. The gilly's going to get uh, a surprise shot here because he's hidden. Oh, my goodness. Wow. What you got? A five and a two is what I rolled. Oh. So, yeah, I don't think that's going to go so well. Uh, it would be a 12 at best. Yeah, no, the 12 doesn't hit. It just sails right over his shoulder. And now we can all roll initiative. 17. Yeah, 6. I rolled a 5. 7. Okay. Spruce, you're up first. Okay, I'm going to I'm just going to ready an attack. I'm going to ready my longbow. I just, if he if he basically starts to make it uh what looks like an attack at us whether it's with his quarter staff or any kind of magical means, then I'm going to sh- shoot him with my longbow. Lilith takes the sword from you. Well, Lilith takes the sword that you handed her. And she runs to the far side of the pillar, the stone column, turns back to look at you guys, and casts darkness starting at the inside of the tunnel mouth so that it goes in. So you look behind you and there's just this wall of darkness. You can hear some confused shouting in Draconic as that happens. Several figures then emerge behind you from the darkness. They're not able to attack because they're just sort of very tentatively coming out of this darkness, not knowing what to expect. But there's three dragonborn wearing leather armor, carrying basic weaponry. There's a bit of a beefier dragonborn carrying a great axe. And there's one wearing the robes of a sorcerer. They all sort of emerge together. And that's all that they can do this round. The monk charges down the uh, from his spot. And he will make it just to the base because it's difficult terrain of that ramp. And that's him. Vanna, that brings us to you. Okay, so how... Sorry, how close am I to the the beefy one? As far away from you that... Like, as far f- that you are from the tunnel entrance, from where you emerged into the cavern, that's how far... I'll attack him with my longbow. 25. <laughs> okay, roll for damage. Uh, 12... Uh, no, 11. Sorry. Okay, and then I rolled the natural 20. Whoa! You need to make more fanfare about that. A natural 20! So 18. I feel like I might back up from them a bit. I feel like I'm really close. You are very close. Yeah. I'm going to... Is there anything that I can kind of stand behind? All that stuff in the middle. I'll stand behind all that stuff. Well, there's there's the stone column that Lilith went behind. There's sort of the rubble in the middle of the room, and then there's sort of the remnants of a broken stone pillar on, like, to your the other side. left. Maybe I'll do the... I'll take the other side if all of this is on one side. Gilda! 
you know, I'd probably find a nice rock that I'm still hidden behind, crouching behind. Mm. So I think I'll stay here for now and I'll try and shoot another arrow at this guy. So that's a 17. 17. Yeah, that definitely hits. 22 damage. 22 damage. Mm -hmm. Holy crap. Anything else you're doing? You just stay in put. No, I'm just going to stay put where there's lots of cover. All right. Fiance. So my hope is to be, while invisible, to stealthily somehow cross the water while he's distracted and get up and behind him on the pile. Not directly behind him, but in the pile behind him towards the entrance. Okay. So you want to sort of just go along the side, try to get behind him without him noticing. Yes. I'm hoping that the rest of the people shooting at him from forward and on the other side, because the arrows came at him three seconds before from behind the broken pillar, which is on the opposite side of the room. What am I rolling for? Stealth. Uh, 11. He doesn't look at you. Like, he doesn't look your way. But I'm not sure that he hasn't noticed that I crossed the water. Right. His face makes me unsure. The DM is smiling, and I don't (laughs) like it. I'm just happy in general. What? So Spruce would not have shot with this guy have coming down from his perch? Because we're back up to you now. Yeah, I don't think so, because it, it didn't really look... Unless it looked really threatening, like he whipped out his... his uh, quarterstaff while he was running down but if he was just running downward uh, no Uh, I guess I'll go to the right then and just kind of move and then still I'll I'll just ready another action Uh, same thing basically train my bow on the the monk but having moved away from the the dragonborn that came in okay so the dragonborn with the great axe as Vena runs behind cover he snaps off the arrow that hit him and he barks to the other three normal dragonborn grunts and he says that one's mine you get the drow and he runs towards the cover he won't get into melee range with you this turn but he's going to throw a javelin from over his shoulder at you as he goes um so you are behind cover so you're going to get a bonus to your ac versus this attack what is your armor class 16 so you get a plus two bonus to your AC while you're behind this cover. Gildadov for you because you're small, it's three quarters cover, so you get plus five, just for future reference. Uh, this javelin's still gonna hit you though. Uh, not for much though, you're gonna take six points of piercing damage. All right, so that was the barbarian's turn. What did I just say barbarian? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so then the, the three grunts are going around this, the pillar, so that's where Spruce and Lilith are. Two of them are going to attack Spruce. What did you do with your readied action this time? I trained it on the same guy, the monk. Is he a monk, the guy that's on the other side? Mm. Yeah. That's what you think he is? Tim said it. Tim said he is. Did I say it? Yeah. And the monk moves down the ramp, and I was like, oh, okay. Oh. (laughs) The elf elf moves down the ramp. There, I'm going to splice that in earlier. Yeah, focus on their race. We also didn't know he was an elf, so now we know. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> we now know that he's an elf monk. Because he was wearing a mask and all we knew was humanoid. Yeah. He's, my bro. he's like the dark link to my <laughs> to my spruce link. Alright, the one dragonborn is just going to try to grapple Lilith. So he tries to grapple her and she like just hits him in the teeth with the butt of the sword. The dragonborn spellcaster is going to look towards Vanna White Helsing and cast a web. So you have to make a dexterity saving throw. 11. 
11 is not good enough. You are restrained. The cloaked figure, who may be an elf or a monk, <laughs> or both, or neither. Who knows? He disappears and reappears next to you, Spruce. On the other side of the water? Yeah. <sighs> He's going to make a couple of unarmed strikes against you. Oh my goodness. Well, he doesn't hit either time. And Lilith turns to you and she says, he can't teleport if there's light. And that brings us to Vanna. Being restrained, your movement is zero, and attacks against you have advantage, and your attacks have disadvantage, so you can still attack. You can make a strength check to free yourself from the web. Okay, so I'm going to do spike growth. Well, I'm going to target the guy who's coming after me, and if it'll encapsulate other people as well, targeting as many other people as possible. Like behind you towards the entrance of the tunnel? Yeah. Does he take damage this round, or will it be at the start of his turn? Well, only when they move, so... Okay. Gildav, you're up next. Well, uh, I'll keep shooting arrows. since And now he's engaged as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's only an 11. A 3 and a 4 is what I rolled. <laughs> In my frustration, I'll just yell, Attack, you fools! Uh... This man threatened to bring back the dragon war. Like, what? <laughs> you can hear the frustration in Gilly's voice. Who's not attacking? You or Spruce so far, really. Fiance. Faye had an idea and was being slightly strategic, which is rare for Faye. But, you know, way to go her for <laughs> actually trying to attack or something. So I'm going to go up to the broken pillar and cast light on it. Um, because ten, he can't uh, face step within the light. I'm, going I'm just trying the... to hide here, that's all. I know. But, you know, <laughs> I know. thanks, teamies. <laughs> These are great. Visible, and light is a cantrip, so it doesn't take any of my things, and it lasts for one hour. It can be colored however I want. Uh, so, I... Purple? Spruce. As you adjust to being surrounded by Dragonborn, you can feel a rumble. All of you can feel the ground rumbling. And even the Dragonborn glance around at this. Alright, go ahead. The guy that attacked me, he the, the one that made the unarmed strikes, he, he's still beside me now, right? Yeah. He, he can move away. Um, so I'm going to attack him with my glaive. And there's also a Dragonborn right on me too, right? There's three dragonborn. Well, two two dragonborn grunts, and then one is on Lilith. Okay, so I rolled uh, twenty six to hit with my glaive. And that's gonna do fourteen slashing damage. Uh, twenty five. Jeez, I'm cripes. Twelve damage. Can I make it non lethal damage if it's at that point? You can see that he is using like this very particular fighting technique and he tries to block your attack, but it fails, and you knock him out. Do I recognize this fighting technique? Yes. I've seen it only one other place. It's the monastery where you trained. Oh, shit. I'm going to use Flurry of Blows and make two unarmed strikes, so I'm going to make unarmed strikes against both of the Dragonborn that are on me. So the first one is 22 to hit, and we'll do uh, 
five damage. Second one, ah, oh, is a natural one. <laughs> oh, you punch him like right in the teeth, and you cut your hand on his teeth. No, oh, no. You take one point of damage. <laughs> well, the barbarian dragonborn is is up in these spikes, so he's gonna move around. He's like, ah, I hate spikes. He's moving ten feet. Oh, yeah. Yes. Two and two. And a two. <laughs> and a one. Okay, so he cuts his shins a whole bunch. So he hits you with his great axe twice. Actually, sorry. He's got advantage on both attacks. Just want to see if he crits. He does! You take 28 points ah. of slashing damage. Remember how we okay. said you hadn't gone too close to dying? Yeah, that puts me at zero. Okay. This has never happened to me before, I don't think. Oh, God. It's your unconscious and you have to do saving throws now. Cool. Oh, shoot. I forgot Lilith. She's going to go back. She's going to try to... She's going to try to kill one of these uh, dragonborn. And she crits. She hits one of the one of the dragonborn that Spruce Lee hit. And just cuts him right open. And he falls to the ground. And one of his other friends says, No, Brandon! <laughs> Friend of the Dragonborn. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. It's a proud traditional Dragonborn name. <laughs> the other two will attack Spruce. One misses and one hits. And that will be eight points of slashing damage. The sorcerer doesn't know what to do, so he's going to just back up. Actually, he's not in the spike growth anymore because that is a concentration spell, I believe. He's going to move around to the point where he can see Spruce. And he will cast Magic Missile. And that will be nine points of force damage. At this point, you see a crack beginning to form in the wall of the cavern, close to the tunnel entrance where you guys first came in. You feel that rumbling again. But it's time for Vanna's death saving throw. Twelve. Okay, that is one success. Giladab and then Faye. Uh, shoot another arrow at the two, <laughs> or one of the dragonborn fighting spruce. 13. 13 hits. 17 damage. That arrow just almost goes like right through both eye sockets. It's gross. <laughs> and then I'm gonna come out of cover and I'll use my bonus action to dash and try to move up to the unconscious uh you know, elf monk or whoever he is, just so that I'm I'm by his body or his cloak and probably can get the distance using a dash. As that dragonborn dies, so he says, "No, Craig, buddy, first Brandon, and then Craig." Oh, this day extracts a heavy toll. Cut so many people off the list in one go. Way to go! I know. Fiance, your turn. Okay, so I'm gonna use major illusion or whatever it's called to make it look like the floor is cracking underneath him and imitate that loud thundering sound that keeps happening that we saw that crack happening already. So I'm gonna do that, like make it look like it's coming out right now near his feet. The dragonborn, he's still attacking them. Spruce, we are back up to you. This rumbling is now constant. How far away from from me is Vanna? It's about like 30 feet. All right, I'm gonna spend a key point and disengage so that this guy doesn't get an attack of opportunity. Um, and then I'm gonna run over and I'm gonna use my glaive on uh, the one that's over by her. It's 18. 18 hits. That's gonna do 10 damage. 
And then I'm gonna hit him again with my glaive. That's 19 to hit. And nine damage. Yeah, like you're not looking so hot yourself there. No, I'm not. This might have been a bad move, but I might lose both of you. So this dragonborn. You just hit him for 19 points of damage. He says, finally a challenge. And as he lifts up this great axe that is still slick with Vanna's blood on it, the wall behind him collapses. And he turns around to see what the hell is going on. This large insectoid creature that looks like the cross between an ogre and a praying mantis emerges from this tunnel that it has carved out itself and locks eyes with this first creature that it sees, which is the Barbarian, who immediately lowers his axe and just walks slowly towards it in a trance. Oh my God. And this thing picks him up and rips him in half. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. I didn't see that happening. <laughs> the sorcerer flees back down the tunnel. Did I notice kind of what happened? Like, did I see him sort of lock eyes and then... Was I was I like aware of what was happening there, or did it just seem like weird that he did that? Oh, it was definitely something that this creature did. Uh, so that brings us to Vanna. Time for another death saving throw. Fifteen. As that dragonborn got ripped in half, the last dragonborn grunt who's still on his feet goes, "No, Philip, I've lost all my friends. I'm just getting through everyone today." <laughs> Uh, so it is Giladob's turn and then Faye. So uh, uh, Giladob is going to <laughs> quickly <laughs> like ransack this guy's stuff. Basically just, you know, because I saw a few of the bags. I saw where he tucked away that that chime. Mm -hmm. So I know I don't have much time, so it's not like I'll be really looking at it. But just like grabbing the whole, you know, grabbing stuff off of his belts and stuff. And um, I think it, the word is pilfering. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I quickly pilfer the unconscious person. <laughs> Giladob's a little distraught because I like look over at my friends not doing so well, but I don't have any healing potions. I don't have anything to do, and I'm a gnome, so it's not like I could carry someone out. So I just use my full movement and my cunning action to dash and just start booking it towards uh, the exit, like not where we came in. Okay. Fiance, your turn. I really have no clue what Faye would do in this situation when a giant bug creature thing walks in. Like, she's already been pretty ballsy. Party wants to run and attack him, but the other part of me thinks she'd cower and hide. Or try and hit it with a rock, because that's how you kill all spiders. <laughs> Smash it with a rock. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to pick up a big rock and just throw it at the bug. <laughs> it's been nice knowing you. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be interesting. Do we remake characters when they're dead? Or... <laughs> All right, make a ranged attack. 15. So you poke out from behind this well-lit well stone pillar. <laughs> it's just like, off of its oh, off of its shell, and it looks at you. I'm not saying Faye is smart. I understand this is a dumb move. <laughs> Candace understands this. I'm just trying to think how Faye would react. Can you, as you look at this thing, can you make a charisma saving throw? And that is Ooh. crap. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Nine. Uh, okay, so you 
this thing looks at you and you just feel confused. Your body just like won't respond. Like you just, you're just stone still. It's Bruce Lee. How would it work if I want to try and basically pick Vanna up and like start going for the exit? You just pick her up. I don't have to make any kind of like strength check or anything. I wouldn't think so. Is my, is my movement like halved or anything like that? I'd say maybe you wouldn't be able to dash. Well, actually, I don't even know that. Carrying capacity. See, under lifting and carrying. Ugh. All right. Well, I don't want to slow this down, so I'm just going to say, I'll just say that you can pick her up and move your normal speed, but you can't dash. So I'm going to pick her up and I'm going to start moving towards the the other end. Is Faye kind of on my way? She's sort of in, in between that, right? Yeah. What I want to say, just as I'm going, I want to just yell out don't look it in the eyes uh, what more what i'm trying to get at is just trying to break the the eye contact and slap her in the face as i walk up. whatever you saying cover her in my eyes yeah but i don't like, want to stop between. i don't want to yeah. stop okay fine. i'll Jim's just get a, to i'm just gonna run into her then i'll run into her on my way how about that i just want to <laughs> knock her so that she's no longer staring this thing straight in the eyes lilith recasts darkness to cover this thing in shadow Faye, you immediately snap out of it, and you notice that Spruce has knocked you on your ass. <laughs> uh, and Lilith also is bolting for the other side. And that brings us to Vanna Whitehelsing. Last roll. Nope. Nine. That's one failure. As the five of you continue just to bolt, one of you being carried, down this dark tunnel, you can hear the sound of this creature starting to dig again, and the rumbling begins anew. 